Hi ladies, welcome to Breakout Women's Bible Study. I'm Janice Moise. Thank you so much for joining me. My goal is to help you fall in love with the Word of God. I love my Bible and I look forward to reading it each and every day. Have you ever asked yourself, is this God speaking to me or are these just my own thoughts? The Word of God is the only thing that can divide between your spirit, your soul, and your flesh. On this podcast, we go through the Bible one chapter at a time. I love to read the Bible out loud. Many years ago, after I had my last child, I was feeling overwhelmed trying to balance it all. And I remember seeking God about how I was feeling. He led me to start reading the Bible out loud. Everything changed once I prioritized reading the Word of God out loud. And you also get a double benefit when you read the Word out loud. The Word gets inside of your heart and faith comes from hearing. Today we are studying the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Please follow along as we read the chapter out loud. If you do not have a Bible near you, you can still follow along by downloading the Bible app. Once we are done reading the chapter out loud, we'll pick out a few scriptures for our devotional time. Ladies, get your cup of coffee or tea and let's get into the Word of God. And let's go ahead and start at Mark chapter 10, verse 1. Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let men not separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. He answered, Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with men, 
This is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Peter said to him, we have left everything to follow you. I tell you the truth, Jesus replied. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. They were on their way up to Jerusalem, with Jesus leading the way. And the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink? or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they said. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Let us pray. Father, we bless you and praise you. We worship you and honor you and magnify your holy name. Father, we ask you for revelation knowledge of your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will see what we have not been able to see before. And so we covenant with you to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Our topic today is take your place of honor. Our focus today is on verses 35-45. through 45. Jesus spends a lot of time talking about the kingdom of God in this chapter. In this portion of scripture, James and John decided to ask Jesus a very bold question. Their heart's desire was for them to be great. And I love their boldness. They said, we want you to do whatever we ask. Wow. <laughs> I wish some of us would pray like that. They each wanted a place of prominence in the kingdom. They asked Jesus, let one of us sit at your right hand and the other at your left 
in your kingdom. We all have a desire to be great. Many of us are looking for power and influence. And there are even more clamoring on social media for a place of importance. We all want to be relevant. The other 10 disciples became angry with James and John because they could not believe that these two brothers were conspiring to take the two most important seats in the kingdom. But James and John obviously did not pay attention to Jesus's statement that many who are first will be last and the last first. Many think that the way to greatness is to climb over everyone else to get to the top. Jesus upended their belief. He said, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. The place of honor is the place of service. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. This statement convicted me to no end. I started asking myself, who have I been serving outside of my home? Like many of us, I've been cooped up in my home since the start of the pandemic. And I've been so focused on self-preservation that I have been neglecting kingdom preservation. This pandemic in many ways has made me feel selfish. My number one priority has been helping my family to get through this pandemic in a healthy manner. Now it is time for me to switch gears. I'm focused on reaching more people for Christ. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Who are you serving outside of your home? There are many people who are hurting and looking for answers. I don't have to tell you about what's been going on in the news. Very prominent people have been taking their lives because the situation seems so bleak. They are so hopeless. They don't know which way to turn. And they feel all alone. But here we are, sitting in our homes with the answers, hiding away from the world that we're supposed to reach. We do not have to go far to reach others who are hurting. Perhaps it's a coworker who is feeling overwhelmed. Perhaps it's your child's teacher who is feeling scared of the future. Perhaps it's your next door neighbor who is dealing with loneliness because they've been living in that house since the beginning of the pandemic all alone. This scripture really convicted me. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Do you have a desire to become great? Then Jesus said, if you desire to become great, you must desire to become a servant. Ladies, my intention is not to make you feel bad, but my intention is to spur you to action. I want to inspire you to begin to reach those who are hurting, those who are in your sphere of influence. You don't have to go out there looking for people who are hurting. You are surrounded by them on a daily basis. Our job is to ask God for wisdom on how to reach them. I trust that this portion of scripture, that it will convince you to move out of your comfort zone and to step out and to become the servant that God has called you to be. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you with a humble heart. 
Father, we ask you to forgive us for being so focused on ourselves that we have forgotten the Great Commission. Father God, we ask you that you would give us the grace to reach those who are in our sphere of influence, who are hurting, and those who need the gospel. Father, we ask you for wisdom on how to reach them. Father God, we know that our lives are an example to others as they watch us. But I know that you've also called us to serve others, that you will give us the grace to serve those who are hurting, to serve those who need you, Father God. Father, help us to be an instrument in your kingdom. Father, we thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for keeping us safe in the middle of this pandemic. Father, we ask that you cover us and that you protect us as we step out on your word to do the Great Commission in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that because we take care of your business, you will take care of our business. You said in your word, if we seek ye first the kingdom of God, all of these things will be added unto us. And so, Father God, we choose to shift our focus from what we need and what we want, and we choose to focus on the Great Commission. And so, Father, we just bless you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, this is your breakout year. It is time for you to rise up. We believe that as you spend time in the Word of God, you will laugh again, you will sing again, you will dance again, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Love you, ladies.